0: We're always singing some song in our heads, you know, whether it has a tune or not, there's always something on repeat in our minds. And when the words on repeat in our minds become His words of truth and life, for me, it changes the way that I see everything, changes the way I think about everything. And I think that's how it is for all of us.
1: Welcome to the Jesus Storybook Bible Podcast, a place where we remind you that grace can rewrite any story that hope shines a light through our darkest moments, and that God's love changes lives. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author, Sally Lloyd-Jones. Hello, I'm Sally Lloyd-Jones, author of The Jesus Storybook Bible, which tells the story of God's never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Welcome to the show. It was December 1939, and Britain had just been plunged into war. No one knew what the outcome would be. Nothing was certain. It was a period of great darkness. So with a new year at hand, King George VI spoke to the nation in a radio broadcast that would become famous. In it, he quoted a poem. I said to the man who stood at the gate of the year, give me a light that I may tread safely into the unknown. And he replied, go out into the darkness and put your hand into the hand of God. That shall be better than light and safer than a known way. Our guest today can certainly speak about going out into the darkness. Ginny Owens is a multi-award winning, critically acclaimed, internationally recognized singer-songwriter, author and speaker. She has three Dove Awards. She's sung at the White House and the Sundance Film Festival. She has more than ten albums. Oh, and did I mention, Ginny is blind. She lost her sight at three years old. But even as she lost her sight, songs began to be born, opening a window into the world she couldn't see. I first got to know Ginny in Nashville at a songwriting retreat a couple of years ago. We even wrote a song together, which was so much fun. We talked and laughed and immediately became friends. Well, Ginny describes herself as a, quote, laughter enthusiast. So how could you not be friends with such a person? Handily, we live in the same New York City neighbourhood, so we have plenty of chances to do our due diligence and practice our laughter together, which we do at the drop of a hat. I'm delighted to have Ginny on the show, We talk about belonging and music and dreams and God's plan working even when our dreams seem to come crashing down. And we talk about singing in the darkness. It can be hard to keep going when we can't see where we're going. Ginny encourages us, despite what we can see or we can't see, to trust the God who loves us and is with us, to put our hand into the hand of God, It reminds me of something Corrie Ten Boom, a Holocaust survivor and a personal hero of mine. She said, never be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God. Ginny brims over with joy. Her life tells a story of hope and freedom and I'm so excited for you to hear from her. So without further ado, please join me in welcoming my laughter enthusiast and friend,
0: Ginny Owens. I'm Jenny Owens and I am a singer-songwriter and an author and a speaker. So I lost my sight, for those who don't know, when I was three years old due to a degenerative eye condition and uh, I went in for a surgery and I could see a bit when I went in for that but when I came out I no longer had any sight. and. My parents were wonderful about letting me do all of the things that other kids did. So I got to climb trees and ride bikes and, you know, just be a normal kid. And it wasn't until I got to school that I realized, okay, I'm different. Uh, Wow, kids don't see me quite the same way. And that especially became obvious in middle school. And middle school is a, a difficult time for all of us, right? So I remember that there was a season when I experienced... Quite a bit of bullying, just kids doing mean things, saying mean things as kids can do. And that time was very hurtful. And I remember after one really particularly difficult day, I'd come home and I actually don't think I'd told my mom what had happened, but she had a sixth sense and she knew somehow. And she just said, You know, Jenny, you always know that Jesus is your best friend, but there are going to be days when. It feels like he's your only friend and he might actually be your only friend, but I promise you can trust him because you can remember he's always there with you. He's never gonna let you go. And he went through the worst darkness for you because he loved you that much. So tell him everything. And you know I think as a middle schooler, even though that touched my heart. I think I was kind of saying, well, that's great mom, but I really just want to belong. I just want to have friends and be loved. And yet her words have stuck with me. And just over the different seasons of my life, I have definitely clung to those truths that no matter how difficult life is or no matter how challenging it can be because of something that we're going through, um, Jesus is always there. I have loved music ever since I can remember. So I fell in love with the piano and started playing when I was maybe two years old. We had an old out-of-tune upright that lived in the back corner of our dining room, and I just couldn't believe how wonderful it was to play on its keys. And I like to play the songs that I was singing at church and at preschool. And finally, my mom heard enough of those songs. So she sent me to piano lessons. And I wasn't really a fan of piano lessons, even though I took them for, I don't know, 16 years. But I did find that they helped me to learn to not only play the piano better and and learn new songs, but also they really inspired me to want to write my own songs. So in college, I was a performance major, but I also decided to be a music education major because I knew that even though I loved songwriting, it might not be something that I could actually do in life. I went to school at Belmont University in Nashville, so I was surrounded by singers and songwriters who were just incredible and really loved what they did. And I mean, gosh, a lot of them had their first awards acceptance speeches planned out. And I was like, this is a whole different world that I don't know that I belong in. At the end of my junior year, one of my professors said to me after one of my performances, she said, you know, Jenny, your voice is just weak. And I don't think you should expect to ever do music for a living. As hard as that was to hear, a switch flipped, and I just said, okay, Lord, well, I'm going to finish my education degree, and if you ever want to do anything with these little songs that I'm writing, then I'm gonna just trust that you'll do that my last semester before student teaching i had something like 23 hours of general ed classes like all the western civ and you know biology classes that i hadn't taken when i was taking all of the music classes in my music ed program and so i finished those and i did my student teaching and during that entire time i was writing songs that i had no idea would end up being my first album It was just when I had graduated from college pretty soon after that, when I actually was planning to be a high school music teacher, uh, that I ended up uh, being signed as a songwriter in Nashville to a publishing company and began writing and then recording at Rocket Town Records, which was a label owned by Michael W. Smith at the time. So that was when I officially began to get to travel and play music for a living. And it has been so much fun. I have never looked back. I I didn't think that writing and recording and performing music would probably be the way that I would go. I was hoping that maybe I could sing occasionally at church, but that was kind of the extent of my dream at that point. So it's been really, really special to see that God actually had another plan. It has been quite an exciting year uh despite the pandemic which has definitely put a damper on things but i uh, got to release my first solo authored book this year it's called singing in the dark finding hope in the songs of scripture and then along with that my first worship album which is called "Sing hope in the darkness and really they are about that very thing you know it's something i, I feel like i've had personal kind of literal experience with, you know, what is it like to sing hope in literal physical darkness, but also what is it like to sing hope to actually have joy in the midst of our most difficult times? I think what gives me the most hope is knowing that I trust a God who is always here, always with me, who cares about the big and the small things, who has walked through darkness, who has walked through worse darkness than I will ever experience and who did that for me and for you. And I've really found just practically taking verses from the Psalms and and memorizing those verses or, well, just verses from scripture in general and meditating and and memorizing those verses has been just wonderfully helpful for me, just as far as sort of reaching for tangible hope and and grasping it. You know, it's one thing to say, well, you know, we serve a God who gives us hope. It is another thing to actually know His words of life, His words of hope, and make them our own, take them into our heart and really believe them. And what I keep finding is we're always singing some song in our heads, you know, whether it has a tune or not, there's always something on repeat in our minds. And when the words on repeat in our minds become His words of truth and life and light, for me, it changes the way that I see everything. It changes the way I think about everything. And I think that's how it is for all of us. In the beginning, There was nothing, nothing to hear, nothing to feel, nothing to see, only emptiness and darkness and nothing but nothing. But God was there and God had a wonderful plan. I'll take this emptiness, God said, and I'll fill it up. Out of the darkness, I'm going to make light. And out of the nothing, I'm going to make everything. Like a mommy bird flutters her wings over her eggs to help her babies hatch, God hovered over the deep, silent darkness. He was making life happen. God spoke. That's all. And whatever He said, it happened. I love this passage for so many reasons. I love thinking about and reading about the power of God's Word. He spoke, and the world came into being. He speaks life into us—I mean, we have 66 books of Him speaking sometimes people will say, I just, I just want God to speak. And it's like we have a whole, whole ton of pages where He speaks to us. And as we read them, they come alive and we hear His voice. And we know Him, you know, like any dear friend, except we don't have 66 books <laughs> from any of our dear earthly friends, but we do from our Heavenly Father, which is so tremendously beautiful to me. So I love that about this passage. I love that it talks to us of God's powerful Word and what that means. I also love what hope that brings. You know, if God can bring everything out of nothing, what can He do with our lives? I think about the Israelites that would have been reading this and how what a great comfort that would have been to them as they would have been going into a new land, taking a land that God had given them, but just so many unknowns. And yet He brought everything out of nothing. How incredibly beautiful. So I think that's great encouragement for our own lives. You know, what with His words can God do for your life and for mine? And we know that He can bring amazing, incredible everything out of the nothing that we bring to Him. It gives me great hope to just think about the power of God's words to bring change in our lives to give us hope and to give us deeper faith in Him as well. And just to know that no matter how nothing we feel, no matter how small we feel, He is working in us. As we know, creation power, resurrection power is working in our lives every day when we belong to Him. So He can bring everything out of even just the nothing, the smallness that we bring to Him.
1: You can get the Jesus Storybook Bible wherever books are sold. To find out more about the book and all of Sally's other books, please visit Sally at Sally jonescom and follow her on Instagram at Sally Lloyd Jones and at Jesus underscore storybook underscore Bible. Before we go, don't forget, God loves you with a never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking always and forever love.